The radio station that makes you feel good all the time. Whenever I get gloomy with the state of the world, I think about my career. I felt this thrill going up my leg. I don't feel no ways tired. Now watch this drive. This is the Brian Suits Show. And if you don't need to go anywhere, probably a good idea not to. Thank you. That's what we say to uh, atmospheric river drivers. You people, come on. Would you drive in 15 Mississippi rivers? So we'll be back right after this. Uh, here in uh, just a second, uh, the, the richest Yakamon uh, ever, and it's going to be a new day uh, at Microsoft. That and some uh, state laws uh, say it's going to be a new day at Microsoft. Um, and the uh, January 6th committee hearing is uh, tonight, yesterday, some uh, compelling testimony. Uh, all of it, when we come back after this, we're going to get you to work with the right-way traffic. AM 770, KTTH, uh, Brian Suits here. It is, uh, do you want to do your sports talk music or my sports talk music? I don't have mine queued up. Oh, give okay. me five well, hang, seconds, hang I on. can grab it. NFL good, NFL bad. Uh, first of all, uh, okay, check this out. I didn't know this because we were saying, and we're, I'm not going to tell you the name of the player. If you listen to the 6 a.m. hours, because you uh, texted suits to 800-465-8770. But um, how about last year? This one guy who just who just signed a $80 million extension, <clears throat> um, including the postseason, this chap, the only player to surpass 2,000 receiving yards in a season, 2,425, 178 catches, also the most by any player in a season. In league history, 22 touchdown catches are tied. And this is the league, by the way, that included this uh, Jerry Rice chap uh, a little while ago. Uh, 22 touchdown catches tied for the second most in NFL history, including postseason. Uh, Super Bowl MVP, uh, to, to, for, because he had eight catches, 92 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, and so he is the only guy, let's see, his six playoff touchdowns tied with Jerry Rice for the second most in a postseason in NFL history. And then, oh, by the way, um, this guy joined Jerry Rice as the only players in NFL history to win AP Offensive Player of the Year, uh, res- uh, the receiving triple count, trout, triple crown, uh, and Super Bowl MVP. And this guy <laughs> is Cooper Cup. Cooper Loop! Cha-ching, oh, with some local ties. How come I'm not uh, hearing my, uh, the, the kids are going yay. Did you mean to play something there? Yeah. Oh, I know why. It's my, my fault. Oh, <laughs> and, and folks, it's Cooper Cup. Yeah! There you go. Uh, Clayton, wow. Sydney, Muhammad, the, the and payoff for that delay, yeah, I'm not sure thank was you. worth Well, it. If I can't get over it until I play it. I, I, can't, uh, I can't move on. And so, um, so uh, because I hear, I hear a lot of, and because of course, if you don't know, Cooper Cup is from Davis High School in Yakima, and he is a, a former Davis Pirate, and then he went to some obscure uh, university in eastern Washington. Does this make you more likely to draft him on your fantasy team or less likely? Well, more. It's, it's, really? It's crazy when when people say, because uh, I hear a lot of Cooper Cup envy, because he's from Yakima mm-hmm, Vegas, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, he's going to Seahawks. Well, why didn't the Seahawks draft him? There's that. Well, he's never going to be a Seahawk now because he has eighty an $80 million three-year extension. However, 
it's in California, so get an accountant damn fast. You take like half of that away almost, oh, practically. Yeah. Well, they take, what's it's a percentage of your federal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, it's a hunk. I'm um, screw that. But my point is, don't these guys, when they get the big <clears throat> contracts, tend to then go pew? No, they're productivity. You're, you're conflating that with uh, being Wilson. on the cover, being on the cover of Madden. Okay, <laughs> on the uh, the the, the uh, CD cover of uh, Madden. But I thought it was well known that the, in the NFL, you play for the contract, but then once you get the contract, you start stinking it up. What's well, that like? It, it's not like they're not going to see him coming, you know. But that it's funny because when when he started leading all the uh, the stats last year. Then it was it, it was interesting because you look at him and you're like, how come they can't cover him? And it, it was sort of the Largent effect. Nobody was saying it out loud. No one was saying it out loud. Do you hate your own race, Brian? <laughs> but but it, it was it was White the, guys can't run. It was that thing where you had analysts saying he just runs such precise routes. He's and but here's the the one thing about Cooper Cup is that he will outrun you. Yeah, he, believe it or not, yes, he is. And if someone was behind Steve Largent, you know, they were lucky to catch him. But uh, you hear that about Cooper Cup, and it's like, how did, it, how, how did he have eight catches and two, two, two touchdowns? Um, and, I don't know. He grew up in Yakima. That's all he ever did. Well, except for baseball. Pretty good baseball player there uh, as a Davis Pirate. And, Brian, did you also see that your Seattle Mariners took another one from the Strohs last night? This is back at the line. just continues to mash. He has tied this game in the fourth inning. And then there was a pair That's of That's a quality win right there. This is out to left. Alvarez is watching, and this is gone into the Crawford boxes. That was a Ty France home run, but we took another series uh, this time That's, in Houston. That's like six series so far. Uh, on the season or recently? Yeah, Houston's still uh, leading the AL West. Oh, yeah, they're uh, still dominating. Make no but, bones about um, it. And you know, you know who's decided to absolutely suck are the uh, Los Angeles Angels. They're still a game ahead of the Mariners. Even with Otani, they, they're stinking it up. Yeah, that's why they turfed their uh, manager and uh, the whole thing. And then they did, they did um, uh, nothing but Nickelback for their walk-up songs last night. And, and That can't be real news. Justifiably, they lost. <laughs> Um, yeah, they did. They played nothing but Nickelback. It was the worst. Um, well, here is a uh, hot sports take number two. Uh, perhaps you recall the name of uh, Jack Del Rio, you longtime coach of the uh, Haxonville Haguars. Well, now he's the defensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders, uh, working for uh, what's the name, Ron Rivera. Well, uh, he he has the wrong opinion about January six. You see, he minimized it. Uh, you, and you don't minimize January 6th. You use words like I- insurrection. I, I point out it's the worst armed insurrection of all time. A, a completely unarmed. It, it's, that, it's one of those insurrections where the other side has all the guns and then shoot one of yours. That's what that's how insurrectiony it it was. But anyway, he called it a dust up uh, in a po- post-practice meeting with reporters. <clears throat> Commander's defensive coordinator, Jack Del Rio, minimized the January 6th storming of the U.S. Capitol by calling it a dust-up in comparison to the racial... This is, by the way, shocker, I'm reading the Washington Post. Quote, in comparison to the racial justice protests that followed George George Floyd's death 
in in 2020. Let me take you back to uh, one of those. See someone actually walking away with a cheesecake there after the cheesecake factory was looted. Unclear where they may have gotten that, but you you tell that cheesecake it was all for racial justice, okay? Um, well, anyway, this is what Jack Del Rio said, and and this is why as as of today. The, the Washington Post has a op-ed calling for his ouster, for his firing. Yes, he can say whatever he wants, and the Washington commanders can hire whoever they want. Because clearly, any guy who says the following has no business in the NFL. What did I ask? A simple question. Why are we not looking into those things? If we're going to talk about it. Why are we not looking into those things? Because it's kind of hard for me to say I can realistically look at it I see the images on TV. People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burned down. No problem. And then we have a dust up at the Capitol. Well, there's nothing burned down. And we're not going to talk about it. We're going to make that a major deal. And so you get what he's doing there. He's, he's simply talking about the double standard of mostly peaceful um protests across the country, thousands of miles away from where it happened in Minneapolis. Uh, uh, but protest is one thing. Looting the Cheesecake Factory is another or burning down businesses. And and he has the temerity to bring it up as a NFL coach. And I don't know, what does he need a, a, a struggle session? Producer Greg, does he need re-education? There, I'm, and, uh, I'm this surprised. It seems like he's kind of getting they don't one have in real time. He did... Uh supplement his audio comments there with a statement on Twitter uh, where he didn't completely walk back his statement, but you can tell he's getting it hard well, behind the scenes. if he's people. already digging a hole, uh, even talking about the looting and lost businesses, what did you say, $2 billion total? Yeah, $2 billion, almost 20 lives lost in those George Floyd riots. And he's uh, simply saying, oh, you know, can we talk about that or, or, or whatever? No, boy, he's about to make it worse. I just think it's kind of two standards. And if we apply the same standard... And we're going to be reasonable with each other. Let's have a discussion. That's oh my god! Yeah! Oh my! I'm surprised he had the lock worked at his office after he said, uh, "If can we have a discussion?" Anyway, there's going to be an opening. No, no official word yet. But in uh, 2022, um, uh, of course, I love the fact that the guy who kicked all this off before George Floyd died is working in the NFL, hasn't hasn't worked in the NFL in five plus years, has no chance of working in the NFL. Doesn't want to work in the NFL. Doesn't really make more money that. outside the NFL. But uh, Jack Del Rio says uh, he had the he had the untrammeled untrammeled malevolence to call January sixth a dust up. Yeah uh, Back right of this. It's uh, Amazon 70 KTTH. Brian Suits here. Let's get to work with our atmospheric river right way traffic. Marco Rubio. If people committed crimes on that day, they should be prosecuted and convicted by a jury and so forth. And that's what's happening. Okay. This is a Hollywood paid political advertisement. They hired a producer to put this thing on. Okay. The criminal justice systems are already dealing with it. But here's what it says about it. There's like 900 trials. The the FBI has hundreds of people doing facial recognition. I thought when I say put it behind me, I mean put it behind me like I've put the Civil War behind me. Um, and all that, I thought this is the thing. It was it was fairly obvious uh, that that it was whipped up. I don't know who had the time 
or 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 money to drive to D.C. for a Tuesday thing anyway. But obviously, these are these are people drinking from the fire hose, whatever. Um, but it is what it is, and there's over plus nine hundred plus uh, prosecutions. But at five p.m. today, uh, th- there's going to be a fundraiser, and and uh, you know I, <clears throat> I I understand that Liz Cheney is has thrown her political career away. Kinziger has thrown his political career away. When Nancy Pelosi point, points her bony finger at you and says, and says, would you be the makeup? Would you be the kabuki mask for bipartisanship? And you say, yes. Then I didn't even see, did, didn't Liz Cheney get primaried out of Wyoming? I mean, uh, there's like 18 Republicans running against her in Wyoming. Uh, I don't know. She's it. She's the, Wyoming's one but, of those states but that the has latest the poll out of Wyoming doesn't look good for her. Yeah, is all I know. I think they maybe haven't had a primary yet. Uh, isn't that ironic that in Wyoming they have a Montana primary? Primary. Um, and so, out of morbid curiosity, I think I'll tune into it. But it, it is going to be uh, an anti-Trump uh, fundraiser because they have found that that is one way more than anything else to move the needle is to say Trump, 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 Trump. Um, and then, then along comes a, a clerk who says, "Oh my God, I have a first draft of Alito's uh, opinion that Roe v. Wade should be overturned." That's a fundraiser right there, and so that's why that's why they're asking all the clerks to submit their their phones and all that. But that's it's not because it's going to be overturned; it's because the simply waving the bloody shirt, as they say, Civil War reference, uh, is all it takes for people. To contribute money, and especially in an inflation year that they cause, and and so that that's what tonight. It's when I was getting growing up as a kid, the Democrats used to do a national telethon. Does anyone else remember that? He said into a radio microphone. Um, Did Jerry it, Lewis hosted or what? No, it was like the all. I, rem, I distinctly remember the Allman Brothers played. It was like a twelve-hour telethon, and all these entertainment people came out. Uh, because a, a bit of a bit of a surprise here, the Hollywood's been liberal for years and years and years, uh, and there was music, comedy, and and all that. And you called up you know, uh, money, or I mean, you, you just, I think people understand a telethon. You call up and pledge money, uh, or you know, like our, our like our publicly funded uh, radio brothers and sisters uh, up the street who uh, who do a do a radiothon or. So on Thursday nights, decades ago, NBC used to promote must-see TV. Do you remember that? It was Friends, maybe even Frasier or something. It was Cheers okay. for, for years, and it, just a complete home run. Then they, then Frasier came along and did well. And I think Seinfeld followed Frasier and drafted into the number one show. And then they put friends after Seinfeld because that, that that's what you do. So there you go. But my point There's is a myth that Thursday is still some like sure right exactly right that's my point. And, but when Congress tries to make itself must see TV in prime time, I think by principle you should tune out. Uh, I've come to believe that cameras uh, within the halls of Congress. Uh, are a terrible idea. Uh, I think cameras at the Supreme Court, a terrible idea. Transparency, sure, okay, make it a transcript. But the whole point of this, I think you're spot on, is to fundraise for the midterm elections and to make the story about the country right now anything but in- inflation, uh, rising gas prices, the country moving in the wrong direction, make it anything about 
separate from Biden's low poll numbers. We want to redirect your gaze back to fecal this, matter. back to fecal matter, back to January sixth, which and by okay, the way, granular minutia nuance hot hot coming in right in, right now. I think it was a horrible day. I think legitimate hearings should be had uh, about that. I-, I think our president instigating a riot at the Capitol with the intent of overturning a free and fair election is an atrocity. But uh, but at the same time, it's now been hijacked by um, the forces of the progressive left that want to turn this into the defining narrative about the country. And, and our democracy is at stake and at risk. No, it's not. I mean, no, I, saw, it's not. I saw a flash mob delay a procedural vote for eight hours. That, Hard, that, hardly a coup attempt, you know, hardly an insurrection. Well, and, and some woman, some, some crazy woman from San Diego drove across country right. to get shot in the neck. Um, and I and uh, I still don't understand why why that guy uh, has not been suspended or, or whatever. But a, a single round to the neck, uh, and she posed no direct threat. And his own department guys in uniform r- were right behind her. But if a so cop tells you don't come in here and then points a gun at you, I think you should probably I, listen. Yeah, to the and cop. I'm I'm on the side of look. You know that capital is sacrosanct. The reason we don't have a armor brigade surrounding our capital is because we're not Peru. You know, and, and and I like that. And and um, well, yeah. But what was January sixth the precursor to much worse things to come? I think that's a legitimate question, and I don't want to turn into having armored guards all around the Capitol either. But if January sixth was not the culmination of events, but a preview of coming attractions, and, I, I think that's worthy of having a robust discussion over. Yeah. Uh, well, unless you bring up the the George Floyd uh, racial justice riot slash cheesecake lootings, um, and and so. <laughs> And then you're out of a job. But but it's funny because the raw, the Watergate hearings, you, go back on YouTube. There were 51 days of them. Absolutely interrupting my cartoons as a kid. My my Flintstones, my Star Blazers, that's a sin. Um, and, uh, right, all you Gamelons. And I, they were just so boring to me. And I was wondering the other day, was I just a stupid kid and that's why they're boring? You go back and look at the 1973 Watergate hearings. There's a bunch of very old senators doing the business of the Senate. They're not playing to the cameras or anything because no one you – know, they started doing hearings with, like, the mob hearings in the early 60s and, and late 50s. You know, and Joe McCarthy was playing to the cameras. And all things. This is, this is not a new thing. But, man, Watergate, that was damn serious business. They knew it was. This is, this is a skit. Tonight, it's a fundraising skit, and the warm-up act was last night on, on Jimmy Kimmel, uh, because Biden Biden said Trump like four times in the five, first five minutes. I'll play you an example. But he's doing the important business of government at a conference I've never heard of, the Central American something or other uh, conference. <clears throat> uh, when, we, when we come back, uh, have you ever signed a an NDA, Greg? I've, do, I've, um, I've signed numerous ooh. non-disclosure, non-disparagements. Yes, I've signed uh, one of those. Yeah. Well, it's a new day. Um, the These four changes will surprise you at Microsoft. Number three will blow you away. Um, and a part of it is complying with state law. But when we get to it, it's a new day at Microsoft if you make under 100000 uh, bucks, And I'll play some examples of of Trump baiting by uh, by the president in his, in his rollicking 23-minute uh, appearance on the Jimmy Kimmel Live show uh, last night. Uh, back in a second, AM 70 KTTH. Uh, Brian Suits here. Let's get to work with our right-way traffic. AM 770 KTTH. 
Gage Barnes suits here. Yes, of course. Uh, the FBI by last night raided the California House uh, where he, where Nicholas Roski, the guy arrested outside uh, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's uh, house with a gun. And uh, after calling 911 saying, yes, I'm here to kill the Supreme Court Justice, but now I'm suicidal. Uh, so they raided, raided his house where he lived with his mommy and his daddy because he's 26. And uh, they raided his room where he's been a very naughty boy. And uh, da, da, da. so anyway, he wanted to give his life a purpose. So he decided uh, that infamous assassin would be how he's identified, you know, because Panamanian strongman has already taken up, I guess. And then progressive protesters thought, oh, this is good timing. Guy just arrested for wanting to kill Kavanaugh. Let's go back to Kavanaugh's house and protest. Wait, here's a good one coming up. I hadn't heard that one before. Keep your rosary off my ovaries. That's uh, that's not bad. Yeah. It's, it's uh, I would have been chanting fecal matter. So there, there you go. He, he, I, I'm surprised. By the way, why weren't why were marshals not declaring that for 36 hours and no press, protest zone or something? Well, there were a bunch of cops directly outside Kavanaugh's house yesterday. Here's you want to hear my conspiracy theory on this, and I'm usually not that a big conspiracy people guy. People are. Putting the rosaries on my ovaries? If the United States government, and particularly the Supreme Court, was smart, here's what I think they would do. You have a fake address available to the public that, oh, they got doxxed, whoop, 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 but no one lives in that house. There's a car out front. The lights are on. Here's a page from Saddam's playbook. Is that what Saddam L- used look, to do? Lookalikes. Or you have a lookalike Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh look-alike. walking around the house, because I thought... I mean, there's no way that could really be his true residence, right? Maybe they have alternate addresses that they make super top secret that they never hand out. And then, whoops, this one leaked. And then it's like misdirection. So you have these crazy Ah. protesters go to this house and then you have cops out front like you can't invade this sacred space. But really, they're living happily with their family elsewhere. If that's not being done already, they should implement that. Bad idea? Good and, idea? And I'm not sure. You know, that's the thing. I mean, you look at Kavanaugh's house. You know, he wasn't a personal injury lawyer. He wasn't an, you know, he was always a state attorney. or we, No, you know, it's not a huge house from the no, videos I see online. Maybe, but that's why I think it might be a fake. You know, maybe he likes to put the money on the field and not at the Coke machine, the soda machine and all that. Maybe, huh. maybe that's what, what you get when Brett Kavanaugh owns your... <laughs> Owns the Mariners, um, or or something, and and so so anyway, they raided the guy's house, and uh, there you go. It is it is funny. I um uh, today they couldn't just talk about him and that he flew from California to uh, because he was so afraid that the Supreme Court was going to uh, overturn Roe v. Wade and loosen Second Amendment regulations. He thought that shooting his Supreme Court justice was the baller move, and the in every in all the coverage I saw, they they conflated him. With everything, with violent extremism, and uh, and and the whole th- and the and the the ludicrous notion that Roe v. Wade, which has been lost since 1973, if it's upheld, that somehow conservatives are going to riot about you putting your rose not putting your rosary on my ovary, or it, uh, or something. And I, I don't like whataboutism. I typically excoriate whataboutism, but I can't help but think. 
if this had been Ruth Bader Ginsburg, God rest her soul, and it was a right-wing nut who wanted to kill her and was arrested, front-page news for a week, round-the-clock coverage on Without cable news. Without a doubt. This didn't even get close to front-page coverage on any major news outlet yeah, no, in the last 24 hours. No doubt about it. If they'd gone to Elena Kagan's house and, and, uh, and, and tried to... If, if a guy had been arrested... And Elena, Elena Kagan's husband came out and kicked his ass. <laughs> what? And uh, yeah, you betcha. Um, you you betcha. And and uh, or Amy Cummy Barrett. Mm-hmm. You know how about how about she get her rosary off my ovaries? <laughs> it doesn't. It only rhymes at the end. Rosary the ovary it's anniversary. Bad, get your rosary off my get your ovary off my anniversary. Should we work. check the text? Uh, that we should. I'm logged in and uh, the whole deal <clears throat> and. Or am I? Am I not? Oh, by the way, who's the most executive ordinary president of all time? It makes sense if you think about it. If you know a damn thing about uh, history. Let me start with the, the uh, 425 guy. Brian drops a Star Blazers reference reason 739. Why, well, I'm a devoted listener. Well, give me the other 738. What is Star Blazers? <sighs> I had to ask. Greg, everybody. Um, Rockstar Greg, correct. Uh, uh, Comet right there. I, I love it. Uh, say, also, by the way, you, you get kudos for the Jerry Lewis uh, reference uh, to the Democratic National Telethon. Which, I was proud of that one. Which I don't know when they uh, stopped doing it, but when, when I was a kid, because my, my parents were commies, um, <laughs> my mom was such a commie, she was Canadian. And uh, they would watch that thing. So that's the only reason I saw it. I'm like, why isn't Carol Burnett on? And... and uh, uh, so anyway, yeah, Jerry Lewis. Thank you. Good night. From the 206, we absolutely need pictures of clean-shaven Brian. And no. this text was accompanied by a smiley face. Brian, people want to know. Well, they're out there, just not currently. Rational Opposition says, wow, lawn talk on KTTH. This must be a reference to you and I talking about yard maintenance in the first hour, which was, it was absolutely insightful. riveting radio. If people want to go back and podcast that, they can text suits to 1-800-465-8770. Rational Opposition says, you bring the lawn, we'll bring the talk. AM 770 I happen to feel it humanizes me. And then, no then, question. I, then I drop local references like Dungeness, Skookumchuck. Uh, well, if you answered... FDR, you would be absolutely correct, uh, everybody. FD, the, we're talking about the, the president last night was on Jimmy Kimmel, and uh, he, he brought up Trump this, Trump that, and Kimmel is saying, guns are bad, guns are bad, I'm a fraud, I'm a total uh, Hollywood liberal now, I'm Jimmy Kimmel, executive order, executive order, executive order. And, and, and Biden listed off a bunch of things that he has not passed executive orders on, uh, and then he brings up Everything having to do. Then he says the name that shall be said a bunch as long as people contribute to Democrats. With guns, gun ownership, whether or not you have to have a waiting. All, all the things are within my power. But what I don't want to do, and I'm not being facetious, I don't want to emulate Trump's abuse of the Constitution and constitutional authority. Oh, then the seals clap. And, uh, and so, so, so the, this is a fiction. This is he's saying Voldemort. And it's like this is the name that shall not be forgotten is is what this is. Uh, well, so he is on pace to to beat uh, Trump signed 220 executive orders. Uh, he is on pace to beat those. Um, the most executive ordered guy was FDR. Not not a big surprise. The let's see Harry Truman 907. He took over 
you know, he, as a wartime guy, you, boy, never mind, Lincoln just started with martial law. The, the great sanctified Abraham Lincoln just began with wartime martial law everywhere. <clears throat> and then when he instituted the draft, there were riots. And you know what you do with, with rioters? You shoot them. So there were the draft riots in New York. And he signed all kinds of executive orders, but nothing like FDR. And so FDR gets elected um, right before the Depression gets really bad, 3,721. So in, in context, uh, Bush, the 42nd, 291 in, in his eight years. Uh, FDR president for 15, what were we saying, 14 and a half? Um, but anyway, uh, it's it's FDR. Obama, the guy that he was second fiddle to for eight years, uh, Obama, uh, an average of 35 a year. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd never seen so many um, signed. And, and Biden's interview on the whole with Jimmy Kimmel last night was very awkward to watch. You can tell when he gives an interview to either a late night host or someone who's clearly a cheerleader uh, for this White House the interviewer kind of holds the president's hand as he goes along, kind of directing him into comments and going, oh, you're getting a little sidetracked there. Let's get focused. At one point, even uh, Biden was kind of rambling, searching for the words, and Kimmel had to throw it to a break. But I'm convinced we can get through this. We have to get through it. And one of the things, look. I'm going to take a break, and then we'll talk a little bit more. I don't, if you don't mind. You. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have some of those commercials. I, 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 but the, that was indicative of a lot of the interview last night. He, he would get halfway through a sentence, and then he would inject a non sequitur into the conversation, or then he would kind of trail off But I was smart then. And Kimmel would say, okay, well, what about this? What about this? Trying to get him, like, refocused and back into it. It was unfortunate. It was a bunch of Baccaria. For Secretary of Health and Education Service, I nominated Javier Baccaria. I never, you know, I just realized <clears throat> what I caught. It used to be health, education, and welfare years ago. It's health and human services and has been for like 20 years. Because the Secretary of Health and Education. Yeah, they didn't like the word welfare in there. Um, no, my God, no. <clears throat> now it's health and human services and total entitlement for a lifetime. Uh, when we come back, a, a Ukraine rundown. Um, what, what the Germans are not doing and why that is. Uh, because they're all compromised by Putin. Uh, that and more, it is AM770 KTTH. Brian Suits here. Let's get you to work with our right-way traffic. AM 770 KTTH, uh, Speaker Kevin, uh, uh, pardon me, uh, Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy uh, was just speaking. Fox is taking the uh, remarks live. It's sort of a preemptive strike for today's 5 p.m. Pacific Coast uh, House Committee on January 6th and uh, and the whole thing. <clears throat> and uh, so we'll, we'll, yeah, and by the way, I guess as of right now, Fox says they're not going to carry it, but Fox Business will carry it. And five, if you care to watch it uh, and stuff, he he did he he went down the litany of messes right now, uh, and and when when you hear and it's every you you know them you're living them every day if you're driving in your car you're looking at a at a gas gauge that's one of the messes if you have groceries in the back that's one of the messes uh, the whole thing <clears throat> then he points out and this is a fun fact I guess he would know uh, because I lived about a hundred hundred yards into his district 
that San Francisco, that he said, you know, the, the crime and people in this country have had it up to here so much that New York elected an ex-cop and the people of San Francisco just recalled their communist DA. And, and you know what I did not know? Uh, Producer Greg, what percentage of registered voters in San Francisco are Republicans? Oh, gosh. I'll, I'll say 26 percent. Oh, no. Lower. Fickle matter. Lower. 19 percent. Lower. How low can I go? Uh, I'll, say, I'll say some time. <laughs> Get in the single digits. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. All right. Why don't you just reveal the 6.7 percent? No, that's too low. It is not too low. That's in a state that is like less than 40 percent Republican uh, anyway, because this this idiot on his way out yesterday said he blamed the billionaire Republicans, billionaire conservatives. Like what? <laughs> that's that's how out of touch this idiot was. Uh, as, as if what the, what the hell is George Soros who got him elected in the first place? But uh, so anyway, uh, kudos to McCarthy for uh, ripping the kabuki mask off of what's going to happen uh, later on <clears throat> uh, today. By the way, it's uh, not, uh, okay. So there's uh, there's police activity around Northgate. We supposedly uh, I can't can't find out what's going on. I talked to several of the uh, fine fine news people next door here at Cairo, um, and I was looking at. We got a number uh, of texts about it. I'm, I'm following Twitter, and there's a lot of posts about. I was big... on the, a flight radar 24 and at ESB. I can't see police or King County helos. Can't see news choppers over there. Over Maybe it's a drill or something. I don't know. Um, what what are the texts saying? Can they be attributed? The texts are just going, oh, I just saw like 20 cop cars fly by me with SWAT team and headed toward north of Northgate. And, but again, I, all we're seeing is uh, texts coming in and some things on Twitter, but no official explanation or revelations from SPD or WashDOT or anything like that. So I don't know. So we're already in a unusually rainy June. and Phantom uh, cop envoy. I guess. Oh, really? Uh, breaking, uh, breaking news. It uh, rains in June in the uh, PNW. But apparently today it's rainy and windy. Today and tomorrow are going to be the two heaviest days, so whatever. Uh, well, so here's, I need to pay this off. Uh, four changes will improve your loved one's employee experience at Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft employees won't be subject to non-compete agreements anymore, the company announced in a Wednesday blog post. Now, this is a 2019 Washington state law. It prohibits the use of non-compete agreements for working workers making under 100000 annually. And didn't they already adjudicate that, 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 that if you're a contractor, you don't have to sign one? They're, they're talking if, you're an, if your paycheck actually says Microsoft. Um, mm -hmm. You don't have to sign a non-compete. Uh, also, non-disclosure clauses from settlements and separation agreements. Um, that's number two. Uh, publicize salary ranges for U.S. jobs starting in 2023. And finally, number four, change number four will absolutely stun you. Conduct a third-party diversity audit in fiscal year 2023. Uh, guess what? A lot of white males. A lot of white and South Asian uh, males working at Microsoft. There's your diversity audit. Uh, Overrepresented. Um, and, and now, uh, but speaking of racial equity and software, uh, New York Times revealing now for the first time since the pandemic started, uh, white people are dying at a higher rate of COVID uh, than uh, other races. Remember early on, uh, the visibility was uh, that, oh, no, minorities hardest hit and all that. And, and then the vaccinations came and minority communities didn't trust the CDC, oddly enough. So they were getting vaccinated at a lower rate. And now that's caught up.
Um, just just in time for the White House to announce on uh, on the, the beginning of the week of June twentieth, and they're going to spend a lot of money publicizing this. Those of you that feel that your kids under five, um, who have a probably statistically a greater chance of dying in a car accident on the way to the doctor or or the vaccination clinic, than dying of COVID, uh, your kids under five, you'll be cleared for uh vaccination that could start the week of june 20th and they're they're spinning that up uh also real quickly <clears throat> the germans keep announcing this is your ukraine update the germans keep announcing oh uh yes uh, we're going to be sending a tank ammunition and tanks uh, to ukraine and their latest thing was uh just like the americans and the british we're going to send multiple launch uh, rocket systems the american made one uh, to Ukraine, then all of a sudden yesterday they announced that ah oh, they need a software update. Brr, I'm not going to get it till December. Now, I mean, who who we don't none of us do DOS. <laughs> we don't remember a 1986 software update. Well, it, it's it's pointing out because people, uh, media people who don't know the difference, are, are pointing out that yeah, the Germans sure seem to be hesitant to supply weapons and piss off Putin. The, the German government. This has been one of the worst kept secrets. In, for five decades. The German government, including Angela Merkel, ever since reunification, they have been so badly compromised by their past and the past collaboration with the KGB and East German intelligence and all thing. And yes, so the German, current German Chancellor, Olaf Scholz, there's a file on him, and he's been told to slow down the weapon transfers to Ukraine. It's, come on. Seriously, folks? You don't know this? This is the news to you? All right, well, that's a great practice Thursday. I think we can slate most of it, plus possibly a guest tomorrow. Uh, thanks to producer Greg. We'll see you back here for Actual Friday tomorrow. AM 770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with our right-way traffic. <laughs>